We're on the doorstep of the final battle. Can Deku do it alone? Or is he going to need his friends to help him along the way? We're going to talk all about it as we cover the second half of Season 6 of My Hero Academia this week on Shonen and Suds. The nose. Cody! We're back. Brother, we are back in the saddle for some more. We are, I got my backpack on. I'm heading to school, heading to, heading to UA. What's up, fellow young people? <laughs> Chris, UA is a different looking spot than it used to be, man. It is, Real boy. It is doom it and is gloom. A, it, is, it has not been happy for a while, but um, I can tell you I'm happy because, you know, season six is in the books, and it did not disappoint. Now, yeah. obviously, you know, spoilers ahead. If you haven't caught up, if you haven't watched it, you know definitely this is this is where you get off here. the The school bus is going to let you off here, um, but yeah, I, I think overall now obviously it was not as high octane as the first half, but I think we need that because we get some really really strong some some of my favorite like character moments that we've been waiting for since the beginning of the show. So yeah, there's definitely some cool moments. Obviously, it's hard to compete with that first half. Um, oh man! And like you said, you need you kind of need the yin and the yang of like all action, and then all right, let's let's pump the brakes. Let's... Yeah, you need to process what the fuck just happened, you know? Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but, but yeah, overall, another, it was great. Yeah, another solid. What was it? Twelve episodes we covered. Yeah, really, really eleven because we kind of covered fourteen last week. But we'll we'll briefly talk about it. Um, yeah, because it was an important recap, but also like uh, it also like it was again, My Hero Academia once again just. Does does the recap properly? They put some gravity behind it. Um, they just prepare you for the next angle. And they again, Cody, I can't, six seasons in. I know some people say it has you know some some people say it's very fillery, but I think this show is a master class in how to take a large cast and give them all like incredible amounts of screen time and make you care about. Even like the random classmates that don't really see a lot of action and just really make you care about them. Yeah, it definitely does a, a solid job with that. And I don't think it's very fillery. I think there's only like maybe a handful of fillers. And even like, like it's just, I, I, when it's like one or two fillers like here or there, I'd never mind that. Or if it's like the, the beginning <laughs> filler like they used to do for every season where they'd recap everybody's powers, like. Yeah, it's kind of nice to have, just so you don't have to have present Mike re-explain it. You know, the moment they're reintroduced, <laughs> like that's right. Um, no, I agree. But yeah, I, I agree. I mean, you care about almost all the characters. I think um, there's a couple mm -hmm. standouts that <laughs> I, I think. What is his name? Coda or Coda? The oh yeah, <laughs> Birdman yeah. <laughs> or the guy that calls <laughs> the birds. <laughs> mm -hmm. he might, him and Sugar yeah, he... Rush probably need like their own like. You know, <laughs> they need some more time to cook for they, sure. They need, they, they, need they, they need a filler episode of just those two, you know, having yeah. fun. Um, and with yeah, the, they need, with they the invisible fun. girl. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You can take that multiple ways, but you know what? But also, some <laughs> of these characters definitely belong with our boy Connie in this in the uh, side character Hall of Fame. That's true. That is true. <laughs> 
Indeed, I forgot, but uh, I forgot about the side character Hall of Fame, Chris. The side character Hall of Fame is going to be real. We're, we're going when we when we have like a let us up episode where we're going to like you know do you know go over our lists and clean some stuff up. We're going we're going to have the first, the inaugural class of the side character Hall of Fame. Yeah, Chris, we're coming up on our on our three year uh, our three year mark, I think. Maybe it's like got to be right. Got to be pretty close. Month and a half, maybe. Let me double check. Then we definitely need to do the side, the inaugural class of the side character Hall of Fame. I think we've done. I think now, just to, you know, not to go off on a tangent. Um, you know, before, more I guess before we go on that tangent, you know, we're talking about President Mike introducing people. We could use President Mike on this show to introduce us. Of course, I am Chris Adams. Yes, Chris, and speaking of side characters, I am Cody Snodgrass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, first ballot Hall of Famer, brother. That's you. That's you. Again, welcome back to Shonen and Suds. Again, like you say, we're talking uh, the second, last 12 episodes of season six of My Hero Academia. But yes, like if I were to pick like three like first ballot side character Hall of Famers, like obviously it's Connie from Attack on Titan. Major Armstrong from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and honestly, it's got to be my boy, uh, boy Mineta from <laughs> My Hero Academia. I think uh, those are three just like to, just to ballot. ruffle the feathers of the Mineta haters out there. <laughs> that's right, brother. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Look at Matt because he has sticky balls. All right. That's right. <laughs> they, they they knew what they were doing. They understood the assignment. He was born this way. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, he, look, the game chose him. Yeah, today is our 147th episode, so we got like oh, baby. five or six more, and then we'll do a three-year anniversary celebration, a little three cheers for three years, you know? Oh, there it is. Three cheers, three years, side character Hall of Fame. I'm here for it. That's right. Um, but yeah, before we get to all the My Hero stuff, uh, we do got a little bit of news, Chris. First of which, uh, you know, not anime-related, Chris, we are very excited to see a new Mortal Kombat trailer drop this morning. Yes, absolutely, mm. and I, I I like the direction they're going, man. Like, just kind of kind of like they're calling it MK One, right? Yeah, like not Mortal Kombat Twelve. So now I haven't watched much on it. Um, now is it like they're they're kind of like rebooting the franchise effectively, right? Yeah, I mean, I I think that's what they're trying to do. Now, granted, they Makes do sense. that like once every like ten years, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like that's what they're leaning into. Um, if you like. Spoilers, if you haven't played Mortal Kombat, I think 11 is when Liu Kang gets, like, his, his god powers and, like, mm-hmm. they defeat the time chick who controls all the time stuff. Ah, uh, yes. And then he, like, becomes, like, he, like, resets time. I, they, 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 they come up with these, like, extremely, like, dire circumstances when they could just mm-hmm. be like, guys, let's just go find the Dragon Balls and revive all our characters, Okay. Hey, look, it works just, for me. Just come up with some bullshit. Like you don't gotta like make Luke hang a god and have him like fight like time itself. Like I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's fun. If Luke Hang dies in this game and you show up in the next game and he's just alive, I'm just gonna be like, okay, cool. <laughs> it's cool. They you found know, the Dragon Balls. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. They, I feel like they, they, they don't take themselves seriously, but at the same time, they want to. Um, so we'll see. You know, I'm sure. You know, some major character will die in this one and be back in the next one, and you know, I won't even won't even bat an eye. I'll be like, you know what, whatever. Right. I'm just glad to see everybody. Um, but of course, the game and, is and, still as gruesome as ever. It looks awesome. Oh um, yeah, and well, of course, speaking of Mortal Kombat, I think uh, just you know, it, it reminded me of it. I had heard a rumor that for the next Mortal Kombat movie, my, my boy Carl Urban is supposed to be playing Johnny Cage. Carl Urban is that the guy from the Boys? 
Yeah. Really? Isn't he like the... Boy, he's that guy, right? Yeah, he's that guy, yeah. Huh? Yeah, he is in fin- he's in final talks to uh, stars Johnny Cage in the next uh, Mortal Kombat movie. I'm fucking here for it, brother. Yeah, we're going to have to shave off the chin strap. We're going to have to clean him That's up. That's right. It's uh, diabolical, baby. I, you know, Chris, in my heart of hearts, I was really hoping for The Miz to actually get it because it seems like oh he really God, wants it. Dude. Like, dude, he's like The Miz begging to play for Johnny it. Cage. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, that would that would make me forget all about the uh, the Marine three through thirteen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm fine with Carl Urban. Carl Urban is, I mean, he's a great. Yeah, like I I I think I like him in just about everything I've seen him in. Like he he's definitely. Yeah. I was dread Lord of the Rings. Fucking take your pick. Yeah, I mean, the boys is obviously the. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boys is classic. Prime television, if you ask me. Chris, and speaking of things we've talked about on the podcast before, he is also in Ghost Ship. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, goddamn right he is. Told you, brother. See, Go- Ghost Ship, super unappreciated, uh, underappreciated. He's also in Pathfinder, which is a really cool movie. Um, yes, I agree. Yeah. Very. Is that is that like a continuation of the HBO movie? I, I would imagine the Mortal Kombat but, movie. That, uh, I would hope so. Okay. Because I, oh, I, I know, I know they didn't. One. They weren't planning to just make one of those disasters. Um, yeah. Which, to be fair, since we, you know, if we're gonna go down this Mortal Kombat rabbit hole, I wish they would have just made. <laughs> I wish they would have just made that first movie about Scorpion and Sub Zero. I think they would have had a great movie if they would have just left it at that. Like, don't don't try to shoehorn everybody else in. I think if they would have just told that story, I think it would have been actually a really good movie. Oh man, that the opening like fifteen minutes, I was like. Hold on, hold on now. This is a little too mm-hmm. good. <laughs> you guys got to start fucking up here soon. <laughs> I was like, I was like, wait a minute. This is this well. Is... They were not ones to disappoint. I was gonna say, they sure like, did. Wait a minute, you guys are following some storylines here. Wait a minute. Wait. A minute. Mm-hmm. And then it, you know, it kind of took a and then sharp it turned, left. Then it turned into. Then it became a Mortal turned... Kombat movie, and I was like, oh, okay. That's right. <laughs> Mortal Kombat is definitely the the Fast and the Furious of video game movies. That's for sure. Exactly, but you know, I'm excited about the sequels. You know, I'll still watch any of them. I don't. Yeah, I'm 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 a Mortal Kombat mark man. I was there for I was there for Mortal Monday. Yeah. I was there, Cody. Like Mortal Kombat. Like if there's a DVD at my house, Chris, that's seen more play, it's the Mortal Kombat. Oh. It's like a one in two like DVD. Oh, you never you never pack. you never flip it to the two side because that movie is just. Oh my god. <laughs> the worst movie ever made. Yes, you're absolutely right. One of them, for sure. Um, but That's yeah, we got there. we did get the Mortal Kombat news. Um, and then as far as anime news, really, uh, the thing that we saw that kind of struck our attention is this new Dragon manga. Yeah, Dark Horse is going to release some hardcover deluxe edition. For yeah. Dragon. And uh, I've never read Trigun, but maybe this will be the mm-hmm. maybe this will be the yeah. way. I had never read it either, and I'm I'm a big fan. Uh, like, if there anything as far as like the same quality as like the colossal edition of Attack on Titan or the uh, like the deluxe edition of the Berserk mangas, I, I'm sure they're going to be great. And you know, honestly, like I, I've become spoiled. It is really really hard for me to read normal size manga now, just because the, the deluxe editions, while they're they're typically pricey, they're typically like fifty bucks a pop. Um, you know, MSRP. They're worth it. Um, now, thankfully, you, you know, typically after a while, like 
most of the berserk ones I have, I got on Amazon for like thirty bucks. Like even thirty bucks is can be a little steep, but it is worth every penny because they 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 hold up. They're very firm. They're solid. The print is big for my old man eyes. Like it's everything I want. So I may actually look into those as well. You got to catch uh, Barnes and Noble. I know they do like hardcover sales. Yeah, and they I, do. I've seen I don't know how many TikToks I've seen of like manga readers just going in and swooping up all the berserk manga. Because it's on like mm-hmm. the half-off hardcover day or whatever it is. That's, so. a, that's a steal. That's Dude, a fucking steal. Where I park for DoorDash, like where I wait for orders, is right outside uh-huh. of Barnes & Noble. I need to just start going in there, but I'll probably just end up spending too much money. <laughs> so maybe it's... Yeah, that'll happen. Like, I, I look at it, and I'm like, man, I really want to go in there and look at manga. And I'm like, ah, I should... I should. Then you're, then you're gonna I'm buy. trying to make money right now, not not lose that's money. That's right. <laughs> like, um... Yeah, that's cool. I would recommend, I know you're not a big manga reader, but I would recommend just picking something, like picking something that you like or that you know. Oh, I got, a, I got, a, I got a stack. But oh, you have manga? I got a okay, stack you've got manga. that okay. I need to read, yeah. Um, but I actually, I started reading uh, the the book version of Battle Royale, like the actual Battle Royale book. Oh, hell yeah, great book. It's a great book. And that kind of put a wrench in my manga reading. Um, not that I read I a know, lot, like you got to catch me on a real, like... Mm-hmm. I gotta be like properly hydrated and like you know like <laughs> all of the all of the things have to line up like. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I started reading the Battle Royale book, uh, and then I have the Final Fantasy, the Lost Stranger mangas. I have all of those. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I still have um, five centimeters per second that I want to read. Well, nice. That's that's the stack that I'm looking at on top of my mini fridge right now. <laughs> I didn't just... Yeah, I'm, I'm still. Oh, no, I was going to go ahead. You got the stack on your mini fridge? Yeah, I wasn't just spitballing those. I'm just looking at the labels now. <laughs> no, that's fair. And I, I again, I've, I've stalled out on Attack on Titan because I am literally just waiting for the last Colossal Editions to come out that I'm just going to buy the rest of them in one fell swoop. So I'm just waiting on that. I'm all caught up again on My Hero, um, which, holy shit. Holy shit. Um, just some really great moments there. Um it's got to be. I mean, they've got to be coming down the home stretch now. Like they, I, mean, I, I know I've said I've said that before, but <clears throat> yeah, when they're it's hard to when they're mentioning the final fight, like mm-hmm. you know, like you know, at most probably three seasons, I would say at most. I, I think if you're mentioning the final <coughs> fight in season six, and we go to like a season eleven, it's like okay. This is a long yeah. fight, boys. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, it, it's a long fight. We're, we're, right. we're not talking like it's not like Goku versus Frieza long. <laughs> <clears throat> but but we, 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 could, we got um, a lot of characters. We got to go over, you know. Right. Well, you know, again, I don't I don't want to spoil it, so I don't want to tell you how they how how all that takes care. I get they they do a really good job of getting you know, from where we're at here in season six. The I, I I can't wait to see how they animate it because the, the I mean the manga does a really good job of getting us where we need to go. <clears throat> like I said, there's it's a lot of action with a few sidebars and a couple of flashbacks, things like that. But it's it's par for the course for my hero, which you know you either love it or you don't. And you know I I think it is they do so much approximately right that any any grievances I've had with the show or even with the manga, have just been just completely outweighed by the positives. Um, and season six, again, as the of the anime is no different. Um, I had some small grievances. I think some parts lasted a little too long. But a lot of times, the payoff that we get is complete, or what they do to get us there, or like the... I don't know, man. Not to go off on this tangent again, Cody, but I think 
I love the moments in My Hero where somebody comes and saves somebody. Like, those moments are so fucking hype, dude. Yeah, yeah, definitely gets you, gets the hair standing up, but, like, it's just, a like, a cool moment. Yeah. And, and of course, we're going to talk about uh, a couple of those moments here. Um, yeah. But, absolutely. you know, Chris, before we get too far ahead, speaking of Trigun, uh, we've mm-hmm. also, we did the research, and Trigun Stampede mm-hmm. has finished dubbing on Crunchyroll, so we will Perfect. Uh, be adding that to our next up list. Obviously, next week, we're going to be covering uh, Drifting mm-hmm. Home, and then... After that, we will go into Trigun Stampede, cover all 12 episodes of that. So next week... I have a poll in a couple weeks, we promise. <laughs> yeah, next next week we will have a poll. Yeah, next week will be the poll. Um, probably do a movie that week. And then, uh, mm-hmm. and then you know, we'll see where see where Vinland Saga's at. I know Vinland Saga, I think, is on, like, episode 18 or 19 mm-hmm. now of season two. Oh, brother. I, think I, that, need, I need to get caught up. I think that's our next closest, like, show that we've covered that's about to finish the season. Mm-hmm. You know, Demon Slayer still got a ways to go. Yep. Um, I don't even know. I don't even think Jujutsu Kaisen has started season two. Yeah. And if it has, it's, Which, I, Anime News Network sure doesn't talk about it. <laughs> right. And, and, and I, I honestly, man, like the, the, the more removed I get from Jujutsu Kaisen, like the more, like to me, it's just becoming that much more skippable. But you know what? People love it. Yeah, so, people, um, people I didn't hate, I didn't hate it. Yeah, yeah, people love it, but I think it's the people that read the manga, and, like, they're just mm-hmm. over-gassing the first season. Um, yeah. But it's definitely something I probably will rewatch just to be, like, a refresher. Oh, yeah, but... Like, I could tell you, season two, I could tell you everything it. about Vinland Saga, and I think we mm-hmm. watched those, like, back-to-back. Like, <laughs> but yeah. Vinland Saga is fresh, like, in my mind, I could tell you everything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, that's what we're going to be covering next... The next two weeks, once again, drifting, drifting home, right? Drifting home, yep. Drifting home, and then Trigun Stampede, and then we'll have polls after that. Um, Chris, you know, I heard you coughing earlier. You sound a little parched. I'm a little parched. It's you know, it's 80 fucking degrees outside. Yeah, brother, I am. I have got some dirt road mouth going on, and I sh- it sounds like you do too. So I need to know. Cody, I need to know, and the people at home need to, and our friends in Jamaica need to know. What you drinking? Oh, shit. That's, a, that's some base to it. There's some smoke coming off of this thing, Chris. That's... Oh, man. Well, Chris, you, you mentioned our, our friends in Jamaica. I was going to go with the, the Seagram's Jamaica Me Happy, but I, Chris, uh, I just I couldn't do it. I couldn't, you know, you can't show up to the, to the cash register with a four-pack of, of Seagram's like water cooler or wine coolers like mm, with a mustache yeah. like people are gonna be like wait a minute you know I've already got my Matthew Rice short shorts on you know <laughs> <laughs> there's red flags going up all over the place um, oh brother but hey, so, look just because you like to wear your mesh tank top to Seven Eleven doesn't mean <laughs> you know doesn't mean anybody's gonna insinuate anything that's right that's right um, but Chris you know I was I was at the liquor store I was I was gonna mm-hmm. get um, truly fruit punch. Mm-hmm. I looked up and I saw something new. Something I sent you a snap of, I think, maybe a couple weeks back, Chris. But I finally got the monster. You did, the, yes. The beast. I, I don't know what the... Where's the box? It just has the monster logo and it says the beast on the side of it. Uh, oh, fuck. I'm assuming... You unleashing the beast, Cody? Oh, the beast unleashed hard monster, mean green, 6% alcohol. I don't know if I can see... The, I can't even see the stats, Chris. 
They got an oh, essay written baby. on that. I'm not reading that whole essay. I just I got to get a swig of this, Chris. I'm assuming this is like an energy drink seltzer thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it <laughs> It tastes just like Monster. So. Oh, man. No drywall is safe. Probably the most dangerous thing. <laughs> yeah, no, no guys named Kyle are... are are running to the liquor store as we speak. Oh, man. Let me see if we got any actual stats on this thing, Chris. It says 6% alcohol all the way around the box. <laughs> this, do we have a calorie counter? What are we, we got nothing on oh, these brother. things. Um, we, got, we do have four flavors, Chris. We have um, the original, like, green monster. We have the white monster, which is, like, the zero calorie, or the, you know, the zero sugar, all mm-hmm. that jazz. We have a peach flavor. And then we have a scary berries flavor. Um, oh, not the scary berries. Let me see if the peach has another surname for on it. Hold on. Here we go. Oh, we have peach perfect. Scary berries. Oh, man. Mean green. And then uh, white haze. Those are the four flavors. All have 6% alcohol. Um, and... First one just yum, tastes yum, exactly yum. like OG Green Monster, uh, which I haven't had a Green Monster in a very long time because of how much sugar and like <laughs> all of the bad things that are in them. Um, right. This definitely tastes fantastic, Chris. Very, very refreshing. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to go to sleep after drinking a couple of these, but like I said, brother, no drywall is safe. Dude, it doesn't like. When I tell you they don't give you the stats on these at all, like, it's probably for the best. This says malt beverage with natural flavors, artificial color, and artificial sweetener. Oh, here we go. Here we oh, go. Man. 130 calories, four carbs. Bad. Not bad. 130. I think, yeah. like, what's a Bud Light? Like 95 or 100 or something? Maybe like 110 around that ballpark. So we're, 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 we're dancing. We're dancing with it. Four carbs isn't bad either because I was expecting, like, these to just have, like, you know, three tablespoons of sugar in it. Um, oh brother, that's I, I would have also expected the same. But I mean, it it's really good, man. I'm not, I ain't gonna lie; it tastes exactly like just regular Green Monster. Um, brings back the old the old starting days in, in, as my factory job. Uh, <laughs> dude, I was drinking like three monsters a day. Oh, <laughs> we didn't even have any drywall left <laughs> to punch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's what I'm having, Chris. I'm having the Beast Unleashed, the Mean Green Monsters Hell Seltzer, yeah. whatever the fuck thing. Um, what about oh, you? What, what, you are, what, what are you enjoying this fine, hot afternoon? Well, let me uh, let me grab it here. Ooh. I, don't know, I don't know if you caught that, Cody. Oh, I, I have finally, I have finally caught up with the rest of the gang. I have a tall boy of the Mountain Dew Livewire, the Hard Mountain Dew Livewire. This is my first sip. Oh, Chris, of the Hard Livewire. Get a nice, get a nice smell of it. Smell the orange soda. It smell, it's fantastic. You enjoy that, as you you're probably just gonna chug half the can right now. So. Oh my god, Cody! I just took the biggest fucking sip. <laughs> this is so good. This is so good. Holy shit! Yeah, if Mountain Dew ever wants to sponsor us, Chris, like I'm I'm fine just having like Baja oh Blast god. and Livewire like for the rest of my life. <laughs> Cody, when I have that My Hero webcam tournament on June third, I'm literally just gonna be cranking these things, just sitting at my seat, just knocking back fucking tall boys. I'm Holy telling you, man, shit, we need a, we need, they need to, we got to figure out something, because the live wire needs to be in, like, we need a half live wire, half Baja Blast party pack. 
or something. Oh, dude, it'd be they they could just call. I don't know what they could call it, man. Like you just, I don't know. Like we are definitely you know extreme <laughs> beverage choices this week here on Shonen Suds. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, the live wire, dude. It. And I don't like. I I think I've said this before, or maybe when I reviewed it. Like I don't. Mm. I'm not a big orange soda fan, but god damn. God damn, is yeah. that good? Um, Scrumptious. Is, I believe it's zero sugars. Like, you know, we're we're still fitting in our two pieces. We're good. Yeah, we're like good it's, go. that's dangerous. That is incredibly <laughs> dangerous. But Cody, not as dangerous as what the gang from UA just had to witness. Um, I couldn't think of a better segue, Cody. Oh, that was um, good. That was good. We are in hellish hell. We are, <laughs> we are, in fact, in hellish hell, much like the drywall you're surrounded by. Hellish hell. Um, and we kind of covered this briefly last week, Cody. Um, the battle with a newly revived Shigaraki um, is winding down. The, the Jaku city is destroyed. We have got some casualties of war. They've got some injuries, Cody. Our, our 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 team is in dire straits here. They have seen better days. Yeah, yeah. And we get, you know, we get like our nice recap episode here to start things off. We get a new intro. Um, intro's cool. Uh, definitely. I think I like the the first intro of these two seasons, or of this, you know, chunk of episodes. I think I like the first one better. Um, but still, yeah, a this cool one's a little too. It's a little too nasal. The song's a little too nasally for me. But That's like, fair, yeah. the art is still like the way it looks is still really cool. Yeah, because we're getting glimpses of Dark Deku, which, Chris, even with me dodging spoilers as best as I can, I've seen images of Dark mm-hmm. Deku. Um, I thought it was going to be a lot different than it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of leading up to it, we we had talked last week. I figured it would kind of be like a more of an emotional and not really like a. Mm-hmm. Like he's not joining the bad guys, right? Um, no, yeah, he is. Uh, yeah, he's he's kind of flying solo here just for the sake of pro- you know protecting his friends. But we'll dive more into that because that's one of the only gripes I have of this season is just that whole thing. But again, the payoff where we go after that kind of makes it worth it. But I think they maybe could have done it differently or maybe not had it done as long. But here, I think the big thing here because this. Uh, this um, first episode these first couple episodes I think, like, while the battle is over the war the battle is over but the war is just getting started um we yeah, well, you know the recap kind of shows us oh no go ahead cody i'm sorry no no yeah, i mean i think we're both going down yeah, we're both going down the same road here uh the recap shows us what happened again we have you know Paul went out from his midnight um and crust yeah. and the rest of the gang that took l's twice um, yeah. like, while everybody's recovering, like, the UA students, Endeavor, that whole gang, like, the villains are still, like, on the move, um, mm-hmm. which kind of just leads us right into Tartarus. Tartarus is the, like, the supermax security super villain prison. It, it's effectively like the Raft in Marvel. Um, Cody, if you're not a big Marvel comics guy, the Raft is pretty much where, like, it's like this supermax prison that's, like, off the coast where all like if, name a Marvel villain, that's where they're at. Yeah, yeah, like they're at the rap. But I feel like all of those places get broken into, like always. Like, <laughs> like the Cody, are you foreshadowing? <laughs> like, like I'm just saying, like, and maybe that's just the superhero trope, like, and they all kind of just hundred percent. Like it's kind of like that's why you know when they lock up like all for one and like all these like. Mm-hmm 
super bad people, like, you know they're getting out, right? <laughs> like, yeah, it's you're good, not going to keep Joker in, in the Gotham prison for all, you know, forever. Like, it's just not going to happen. Or Arkham, exactly. excuse me, Arkham, how dare I? Um, right. But... You know, but you know, you've seen that trope a million times, yeah. and it fucking holds sway. But Chris, I did not expect them to just, you know, like, I thought we were chilling, everybody was going to take a little nice lunch break, you know, come back, regroup. Um, no, like, no. Shigaraki and the gang, like, they got like a half-dead Shigaraki, they're just like, we gotta raid Tartarus right fucking now, <laughs> like... Yeah, because basically, like, all for one is still in control of Shigaraki's body. He just grabs the Nomus, and he's like, well, I guess I can go ahead and get myself out of prison now. And uh, they just march right the fuck in, Cody, and they let everybody out. And what I really love here, Cody, is we see some uh, we see some old faces, some uh, some old friends and foes alike. You know, we see uh, our boy Muscular, um, who gets to have his salty run back with Deku a little later on. Um, our boy Moonfish. Uh, Moonfish is the the one villain that had like all the swords and shit that could come out of his mouth. Yeah, wasn't he with, him? Wasn't he part of the Shie Hasaikai? I think. Uh, no, he was part of the League of Villains. He was at the fight like in the woods where Muscular was. Um, he got captured there with him and like the ga- like, oh, like the yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. gas cloud guy. That's he was right. part of that group. Um, and then our boy Stain, which goddamn, I didn't recognize that fucking rock god with all that hair, man. He looks like he was just fucking shredding the fucking guitar for Motley Crue while he was in Tartarus. I'm telling you, Chris. I'm telling you, man. And I thought maybe I just assumed wrong. Like I thought Stain, I thought Stain was dead. Like I thought he was like mm-hmm. one of the few like early deaths. Same with Overhaul. Like we see Overhaul get released, and I was like, oh, I oh, thought yeah. he died, but I guess. He just had his arms cut off, like. Yeah, Shigaraki like ripped his arms off, and he he just kind of snapped after that. Like, uh, our poor our poor boy, uh, Ch- Kai Chisaki of the Shi- former head of the <laughs> Chie Hasai Kai. I've gotten better at that over the years, Cody. Um, yeah, he's a uh, he's um a couple beers short of a six pack, as it were. He is definitely uh the PTSD is taken over, and he is just all he wants to do is get back to pops. Just get back to Pops so he can apologize, which, of course, uh, who refers to as Pops is, like, the actual, like, Yakuza leader that right. put him in charge. Uh, I guess it was his father or grandfather, basically the one who put him in charge of the Shie Hasaikai. Um, but we're also introduced with him, Cody. We're also introduced to another character that we see briefly, uh, Lady Nagat, but we'll get back to her here in a little bit. But the big thing here, Cody, is uh, All for One is out. Tartarus, and not just, that's not the only prison that's been broken into. They just kind of broke everybody out of everywhere. Yeah, they broke, like, there's like seven prison, like, hero prisons or villain prisons. Excuse me, I already got the monster burps, Chris. I might have to go punch the drywall. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, like, they, they waste no time, like, just breaking no. into every single prison, and every villain is out. Like, everybody's out. Yeah. You know, some of them are, are a little... You know, a little shooken up, like you said, with uh, Chisaki. Um, and Stain's always kind of been like a, a middle ground kind of person. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, the villains are all fucking out. So, like, the heroes have their hands full, the cops have their hands full, and, I mean, it doesn't take long, Chris, for just... Uh, I mean, just the state of Japan is just fucking... Chalk, Dude, it's pandemonium. And, like, <laughs> and what's happening is, and this is, this is where it gets, well... First of all, the general public is the most ungrateful 
shittiest. Emos. Like, <laughs> and I say that, and I say that like in the broad strokes, right? Like, that's just the rule of large numbers. Not everybody. There are still some really good people out there, but when you get them in crowds, you know, they're all just condemning the heroes. And people often forget, like these, they're pe- these guys are people too, right? Like, they, yes, they've made that choice to protect from the things that are just, you know, that are incomprehensible and that are just terrible. We're watching heroes quit left and right, Cody. Yeah. yeah. During this aftermath, like we're like we're, we watch one of the top ten heroes, like the samurai guy who's like the number nine hero. He just fucking holds a press conference and quits. Um, I want to say, yeah. Down it, the it, down the line, we hear about um, Death Arms. Our boy Death Arms. That's his name. Calls Death Arms. Yeah. yeah. Death Arms yeah. called it quits, and I was like, that's doesn't seem like his character. But, you know. I'm I'm expecting a Death Arms, you know, reunion show, reunion tour. That's right. The Death Arms reunion yeah. tour. But, yeah. but that's like the, the public is like they're outcry. I mean, I get it. They're scared, right? Like the like they're they're looking at Endeavor, Eraserhead. They're looking at these people and then of course All for One is putting out like, you know, you know, leaking things that, you know, all for, you know, one for all is a thing and that's what they're after is, but nobody knows what it is. So there there's these public is clamoring for information they're scared and they're confused they're not really getting the answers they need from the heroes because well they're all fucking licking their wounds yeah you know? the, the thing i hate not to interrupt but like the thing i hate is like they blame them for like the destruction that happened it's like you guys know right like if the heroes weren't at that town like there isn't they would all be dead <laughs> there isn't a town like there's there's nothing like you guys are all just dust he guys are literally Thanos snapped away. Like that's, like, yeah, that's that's what happened. Like you die, and like they all, like you said, they just forget. Like they got this mm-hmm. short attention span. That's like you don't remember. Like fucking, you know, <laughs> two months ago when they saved the world, like <laughs> multiple times. Like I, it's been a big year for these UA kids. Feel bad for them. Um, oh brother i mean and school's pretty much classes are suspended for now until like because like, bakugo mentioned that later he's like well classes are suspended so like we're not even gonna get to go to the next grade brother these guys these kids are freshmen forever yeah. because of these bastards <laughs> like these kids haven't had a chance they get like a like one month passes by and they're like wait dude yeah we're okay like nothing happened there and it's like boom fucking two no moo hit like oh mm-hmm. shit like um right and all the heroes, Cody, like they're like when I say they're like eraser head is ain't got no leg. <laughs> He's got one leg, Lieutenant Dan. Um, <laughs> Grand Torino's in like critical condition again. Um, you know, half the students are just bedded up. Um, you know, Deku is still down for the count. Obviously, he's conversing with the prior. He's still down for the count because he's conversing with the prior wielders wielders of. One for all, which you know that that kind of leads us in really into the next. Well, not the next episode, but because the, uh, the episode after, because this episode we get a nice little um, we get kind of a uh, a reunion here of the Todoroki family, and we get some big moments here. With this is one of my favorite episodes, Cody, because like clearly Endeavor has not been the greatest person, especially now that he just found out that his son that he thought was dead. Which caused him to kind of go, well, not caused him, but it exacerbated this path that he was on to create the perfect, like, offspring. Um, it kind of exacerbated his terrible family situation. I wanted to find out that not only is he alive, 
But he's like one of the worst of the worst villains. Um, so we kind of get this really cool reunion with him and his family, and like he, like poor Endeavor. I, I, when I say poor Endeavor, like he, you can tell he he wants to do better. Like he wants to mend those relationships, and uh, clearly his family does too. Especially now that they know that Toy is alive, and they they all kind of admit that you know, yeah, you weren't a great father. But we weren't a great family to him either. So, like, there's just some big, like, I, I guess, I don't, what's the right word? Like, some, I don't want to say, not confessions, but, like, just really, they're all just kind of looking inward. And they're all just realizing that, like, hey, you know, yeah, you suck, but we all suck too. Um, and this this whole, everything, where we're at now as a family is just kind of a culmination of all of our attitudes and how we handled everything. So can we be better? Yeah. And can we take care of this fucking problem that is Davi? Um, Mm. And Cody, I will tell you what, (laughs) Davi's a fucking problem. He is a problem. He he is a problem for sure. Um, But yeah, it, it seems like this is the closest, you know, it seems like every season we get a little bit more progress in the Todoroki family. Um, Yeah. But now it seems like, you know, these, what, five are finally, like, kind of on some decent terms with each other. Um, you know, even Mama Duke showed up, and, you know, we we don't get to see her a lot. Um, yeah, not only did we get that little bit of backstory, and you got to see, um, you know, a little bit of Dobby's childhood as well. Um, you kind of feel bad for him, honestly. Oh, definitely. Yeah, like... like- he he Poor was kid. he was born into like you know, like you said endeavor wanting to you know have this perfect hero um and then like it gets to the was point it? where he basically has to tell him like you're not going to surpass all might so you know yeah. try to focus your dreams on somewhere else but he's been raised into this role so it's like it's not like he can just be like oh i guess i'll change my my course in life right now i like, guess i guess i'll just go fucking work at subway dad <laughs> like um, so you definitely feel bad for him, and then we also get to see um, some of Hawks's, some more of Hawks's, like. Hey, you want to talk know. about another tragic backstory, man? This poor fucking guy, Ed beat parents. I mean, which we saw a little bit because uh, apparently, like, I guess Dobby revealed a bunch of uh, Hawks's past. Yeah, he um, talked about it whenever he confronted him when he was fighting twice. Yeah, and you know, you feel bad for him too. Um, yeah, his dad was a villain. He was, like, on the run. His mom, like, just fucking... Practically a junkie, right? Yeah. Like, that's just just yeah. not the best. Yeah, thankfully... And I love the moment, and I remember if that was last week, where, um, you know, Hawks is just a kid, and he really looks up to the heroes, but his mom gets him the Endeavor doll. Yeah, that's, that's the that's only this one, one they that's can this one. afford. Okay. Yeah. He says, like, and we can't like, afford the All Might one. Oh, I hope this. Uh, I hope you like this guy. I hope you grow up to be like this guy. And it's just like, fuck, you're a shitty mom. But like it, it's really cool because that's. But Hawks does actually like look up to Endeavor, and I think they. It's Hawks is Hawks is a character that I don't. I didn't really like at first. He is growing on me with every single episode because he is just like I don't know. Like he was kind of dragged into this whole like kind of covert ops thing as a from from childhood. Now he's getting to getting to work with the hero that while it was kind of like. Well, you weren't my first choice, but he grew to like Endeavor, and now he gets to work side by side with him. Like little things like that are just so cool and just really well done in this show. Yeah, yeah. And then 
Uh, you know, kind of going into the next episode, we get to see more of, like, the Todoroki past. Um, mm-hmm. How the fire in the hill was basically caused by Dobby, because he was just burning too hot, man. Yeah, and, like, he is scarring up his own body, and eventually, like, the flame just overtook the entire forest. Um, and, you know, they, it's not like they didn't look for him, like, it, like he was just presumed dead, like... Yeah, and, I mean, that sucks, right? And, and it, it's just tough, man, like, that... They have that big moment where they're just like, you know, we're we're gonna do this together. Like, I, the endeavor is just like, I don't know, man. Like this one, this episode, this is one of two episodes of this the second half that got me right in the feels, man. I was getting a little misty eyed, like watching Endeavor. Just, just again, this is the first instance of a character apologizing, just being shitty to other people, um, yeah. realizing like they were just wrong the whole time, and they did it because. They were they felt inadequate. Like they, it was one of those things that I'm not good enough, so I need to like not kick somebody else when they're down. But that's what people do, right? That's almost like like a fight or flight type of uh, type of sense, right? Um, where when you're down, one of the easiest things to do is bring other people down with you, so you don't feel alone, or so you don't feel inadequate anymore. Um, is that right? Absolutely not. But that's kind of what he's done. And now that he's in this position, you know, he, he wanted to be number one. He got it. And probably maybe not the way he wanted to, but he got it. And now that he's kind of assumed that mantle, you know, I, I think, and he's gotten to have a relationship with Shoto. He, you know, these uh, the Deku and uh, these uh, Bakugo, like these other kids have like come into his life. These other like aspiring heroes who all want to be what he wants to be, what he is, and like just we've kind of just watched his character from this real shitty, like just a real shitty side character hanging out in the background, just taunting all might, and you know, basically being just told to fuck off by Shoto, to becoming like a cornerstone of this of of the community and like just really being like a uh, just a bastion for these students. Um, so really, really cool, and I love I love we've that we've seen that, and we're seeing him really try to make amends with his family. Now, one thing, Cody, I do genuinely feel that he's too far in the hole. I and again, yeah. I'm yeah, I'm I, caught yeah. up, and he's still very much alive. But I don't think I don't think Endeavor makes it out of this show alive. Yeah, I don't I think he can make amends without giving the ultimate, paying the ultimate price. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I've kind of thought that since like the moment he first started to try and like make amends, like when he first rescued um, mm-hmm. his his other son. Yeah, his other son. I can't. I Toya, can't remember his name. Toya, Shoto, and the other guy. Um, yeah, is it Natsuo? Maybe, Maybe. that sounds. It sounds right. I think Ray's the daughter. Yeah, Maybe. Ray. Ray's the daughter, or is Ray? I think Ray's the wife. Ray's the wife. Maybe not. Yeah. I'd have to look up a, a Todoroki family tree Inji? or something. Is it Inji? No, Inji is... Is, is Inji the daughter? No, Inji oh, is Inji, that's, that's right, that's right. Um, But I, like... It's just it's just leading us to that moment that, where he's... That, gonna have to, I think like, it, is Natsu, it is Natsuo. Natsuo is the oldest... Uh, yeah, I, I just think he's gonna have to sacrifice himself at some point. Um, mm-hmm. it, It's just leading up to that. Not only is it, you know, we have the classic, like, this is how I became the greatest hero, like, you know, Deku mm-hmm. saying that, but I, I think, you know, I think he's going to have to 
like you said, he's too far in the hole. And we get to see, like, the bad, the real bad moments, like how he gets mad finding out that uh, Toya slash Dobby is still training, and he, like, this is when he takes his anger out on Ray, and then, of course... That but he's, becomes, he's just a goddamn wife beater, dude. Which, which is just like, the domino the effect shit. that leads to her burning Shoto, and then mm-hmm. she gets put in the, the loony bin, like... Mm-hmm. It, it's tough. Um... You know, Chris, you know, we get all that cool backstory. We get to see more of that. Um, and then, you know, back to present day, you know, they, they agree to work together to mm-hmm. take care of this problem. And then, Chris, the boys show up. Hawks and best genist. Um, oh, dude. My yeah. boy genius. And Hawks talking through the fucking, he's got like the, the, t- the text to voice app because his throat is so fucking burnt. Chris, it was killing me. <laughs> you know, not to, not to <laughs> gripe too much, but Hawks, like... Uh- if I didn't have the subtitles, I would have been fucking lost because Ox's voice is fucked up. And then, like, the very next episode is Izuku in, like, the... where he's in, like, the one-for-all, like, vestiges world, like, that other dimension he's that just he like, goes to. And he's mumbling, and I'm like, I'm like, how can any... Like, where would I be without subtitles on right now? Like, I would just be fucking... Like, God I'd just be boned. I'd be like, I can't hear anything. Like, they keep putting things in front of the characters' faces. Um, yeah, Hawks got pretty badly burned up, but he, him and Bestina show up and, you know, they want to team up with him and Hawks, Hawks is too, he's too smart. He's like, what's up with this one for all thing? Like, yeah. And then Dever's like, well, Shigaraki was talking about going after Midoriya and all this stuff. And then they, like, Hawks goes to check on Midoriya, who is currently like in a coma. Um, and All Might's the only one like in the room with him and Hawks is like, you know, he's putting the puzzle together, Chris. Like, um, and, you know, then we kind of get to see from Izuku's stance on this. Uh, you got all of the eight predecessors of One for All. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and they're all just kind of talking with Izuku. Um, he can't really talk because, like, like, his his body isn't fully in that world. It's I'm... Same with like All Might's body. Like All Might is just kind of like this golden vestige city. Because what the what it looks like is like it's almost like a like a king's court, right? Like there's a bunch of different chairs. They're all like two of them are facing the wall. There's a bunch of them sitting in chairs, and there's like All Might, who's just kind of this like golden like vestige sitting in a chair. And Deku is still surrounded by like the smoke, so he he can talk, but not really. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, he he's able to talk to them, um, but they're kind of just. I I can't remember which user it is. I think it's the fourth user. The the black the guy who get the bald guy who gave him like black whip. Yeah, I believe it's danger or. Yeah. No danger sense. Danger. Well, da- danger yeah, sense is the he, other guy. He, yeah, because he learns about danger sense, and I, I like the big takeaways here is is he learns that like he may be the last person to ever wield this quirk and. The fact that All Might was quirkless and he was quirkless, like, there's something there that allowed... It, it, it gets a little convoluted here. Yeah. Um, They're basically saying, like, they, they all died a very young age, but their cause mm-hmm. of death was, like, old age, for the ones that didn't, like, die fighting or... Die in battle, exactly. Um, but, like, I, I think it's dangerous yeah, since... since he died at, like, 40. To old age, which... And they and they basically explain, um, you know, they 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 use it, <laughs> they use their fancy words and all that stuff. But basically, saying like because mm-hmm. they already had their own quirks, mm-hmm. the, the the way they explained it was like pouring like overflowing like a cup, like a cup is full because you have a quirk, 
and then you pour another cork into it, and it's going to overflow. Whereas All Might and Deku, their cups were empty because they were corkless to begin with. So they can harness like all the powers of One for All much better, is what I kind of got from that. Because mm-hmm. we know like All Might has been the number one hero for you know 40 years or something like that. Um, and then we also get like a uh, a scene where it's it's Nana Shimura, but she's like almost like confronting Izuku, um, and she's like, "Do you can you kill Shigaraki?" <clears throat> because she she like it, it's actually just a test. We find out like moments later, um, mm-hmm. but she's like one wants to know basically if he has the fucking you know the gonads to fucking actually kill Shigaraki because like that's what she believes they'll have to do otherwise he's going to take one for all blah 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 um well and Deku has kind of a big moment here man like he um he kind of he, he kind of says no yeah cuz he, bring, like, he brings know, up that he saw like he sees like a, a young boy crying like in in Shigaraki like he knows yeah, and he he knows that Shigaraki doesn't want to be like controlled by all and not just that he was just like which yeah I agree I, I agree with what you're getting ready to say but also too he's like this quirk is to help people not to kill people like that was kind of like the, the like I guess like the A plus hero answer right like you you want to try to save him um which I guess that's kind of what they wanted to hear because why he's giving that like that that really high I don't want high and mighty for lack of a better way to put it like the very like take the high road kind of speech. The, the smoke and everything is starting to, like, dissipate from around his body, and he's becoming a lot more clear, and he's able to communicate a lot clearly with the previous wielders. Um, so I thought that was really, really cool. That ultimately he's going to try to not kill him. I mean, he, but... he's, he wants to be the new fucking symbol of peace. like it, And he, exactly. he, he's given a speech like that. Um, and, of course, then Shimura, she breaks down. She's like, I apologize for testing him. Um, mm. but yeah, now there's still these two users that are in the back. Like they, I think the the second or the first uh, mentions he's like, you know, we're gonna need your guys' help with this too, and they're just like the two guys facing the wall. So we'll put a pin in that for a minute. Yeah. Um, and then we we kind of we kind of come back to the Hawks and Best Genus. You know, they confront All Might about one for all, and All Might's like, all right, well, let's meet up here when I'll. I'll spill the beans to you guys. So, mm-hmm. you know, kind of little by little, Chris. At the at the end of this episode, like fucking fifteen, twenty people know about uh, one for all. But you know, All Might obviously mm-hmm. he has to confess to Endeavor Hawks and Best Genist. And then at the same time, while that's going on, uh, after Izuku awake gets awakens from his coma, he sends these letters to all of his classmates, telling them the truth about one for all and all for one and all that stuff. And he decides to leave UA high. Um, kind of go yeah, off. Which on, a lot of this is exact. Mm-hmm. Just go off on his own. Well, what I was going to say too, like a lot of this gets exacerbated by the press conference at um, Endeavor Hawks and Best Genus, who, by the way, has the sharpest collar game I have ever seen <laughs> okay. um, on a fucking suit. We got to talk about this this fucking press conference. Who who, who is holding this press conference, and why do they got to be there? Like. You never, I, dude. I went on like I went through some Reddit threads. You know, I went to the dark side. Um, of course, you did. But like, somebody put it perfectly. Like, sure, civilians sometimes get mad at Superman, but you don't have to see Superman in a press conference like explaining his actions. What? Like, like who the fuck are these people, dude? It, it pisses me off. It's like when the 
like an AOT, you know, spoilers mm-hmm. if you haven't seen like season one of AOT. Um, but like when you got like all these old heads that are like, we should kill Aaron, he's a monster. And it's like, who, brother, with what? You gonna go grab the pitchfork and he's gonna literally snap you and like, 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 like I, I don't know. I just hate these press conferences, like these courts of like irrelevant people that don't matter. Like, exactly. I, I fucking hate it, man. Because like throughout like all these serious moments we're seeing like on the streets, like civilians are taking up arms and buying like, you know, like the what are those weapons called in in my hero? Like the oh the the support tools, support items and support tools and things like that. And it's like. And they're like against their, you know, they're they want to like solve the crime themselves, but like, and they hate the heroes. It's like, <laughs> stay in your lane. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. It, it just drives me nuts that we have to have like all of the superheroes like speaking to the the civilians who have literally just been nothing but liabilities the entire show. Yes, like, absolutely. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. It just pisses me off. I hate the fucking civilians in the show. I hate the civilians in every oh anime. God. Like, it just drives me insane. Because they get worse and worse and fucking worse. Yeah. It, it just kills me. Like, it, it actually just kills me. And then, and then you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, who saved you last week? Oh, that, that was Endeavor. That's right. Yeah, he, he stopped that Nomu yeah. in, in Deku City or whatever that city was called. I can't remember the name of it. But, mm-hmm. like... <laughs> And you, you guys were cheering him on then, but oh, like God forbid he do, he can't beat all of the League of Villains on his own. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, I just fucking hate. Right, so, I hate civilians yeah, so, in anime, Chris. I want them all to get rumbled on. You know. Yeah, brother, they are the worst. <laughs> A hard rumble. Um, but yeah, so Deku decides to leave UA High. Um, but it's not entirely on his own. He, um, we find out here as we kind of go into the next episode here. He's working with Hawks Endeavor, All Might, and Best Genus. Like they're fucking they're Justice trying... League. Chris is what this is. Brother, they're they are the fucking they are the Suicide Squad. They are the covert ops. They're trying to take the battle to all for one. Like, well, they, they need to fucking find him first of all because they know that Shigaraki is still out of commission. His body still was not complete um, from under uh, the hospital. So they've got. They're like, we need to find him before he fucking is complete. So we can, you know, kind of stop them before they want us to. Um, so Deku, his whole purpose here is not just to get to draw, you know, because he know he's aware that they want his quirk. So this whole thing is him just a keeping his friends safe, but also like he's just hunting down. He's just fucking. It's just a shooting gallery here, man. He's just he's just kind of going looking for villains that have escaped, trying to get information. Well. Cody, the first one here is actually we get we get the rematch from hell because um we get to see some uh some old faces here some people from the uh, Ket, uh Academy uh we get to see the tall Deku the guy who looks like him who can like sh- vibrate the earth or whatever yeah, and has the voice of Aaron Yeager <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly exactly we get to see that guy and basically they're just trying to like what was it they're trying to evacuate the civilians oh, yeah. these civilians are like nah brother we're we're here fuck you guys like y'all can't help us we, we we're gonna take matters into our own hands we're gonna double dragon this bitch you know yeah we got yoshindo that's his name and then tatami is the other girl yeah. um but yeah like 
again, just ungrateful civilians. They're like, hey, guys, it's really dangerous for you to be in this, dish, like, dilapidated building. We're going to get you guys where it's safe, and you won't have to worry about this. And they're like, fuck heroes. And then fucking boom, villain shows up, and I'm like... Oh, <laughs> not just any villain, Cody. Our boy fucking muscular off the yeah. top rope. Man, yeah. And, and you know, um, <laughs> he, he, he fights against uh, Yo for as much as he can. Yo hits him with the big vibrate move. Um, muscular beats that ass. And it seems, you know, he's got him pinned down. And it seems like everything's bad until you see, like, the fucking purple smoke, the fucking... And the, and the, the lightning, the ch- like, the little, yeah. like, sparks. And, uh, brother, this fight was so great because, like, Muscular clearly hasn't gotten any stronger. He, is, he was still very strong when Deku fought him. Yeah, I, I, But I, Deku just gives him the most handle-fucking-ass-whooping. Yeah, I mean, Deku, first of all, he has, you know, he's starting to learn more and more of the user's quirks, so he has In's um, smoke mm-hmm. screen, which is why you see all the purple smoke everywhere when Deku shows up. Yeah, and he's like, you may have overused that a little bit. He's he's hitting, yeah, and we get these cool moments kind of from here on out, where, like, whenever he's using, like, one of the other uh, vestiges quirks, like, they, they like... And give him advice and like talk to him. Like it's just it's just neat how it all works. They're because, like in his head. Yeah, because I mean he's doing he's got his spidey senses, he's got his fucking black whip, dude. He's got I mean muscular doesn't stand a fucking chance. And I and I love a, a good squish match when it's well deserved. Like Brother, he he gets muscular gets Dolph Ziggler so fucking hard here, dude. Yeah, and he doesn't he get to hit You know, it's like Ziggler against Goldberg where but no super kicks were landed. It was just Spears and jackhammers the whole time, and, and muscular <laughs> and muscular is telling him he's like, I want you to use your full power, and Deku's like, full cowling, fucking air support, forty five percent, and just fucking destroys, just destroys muscular. Yeah, he gets a little too, you know, anime numbery with it. <laughs> like, Dude, I think Deku has gotten to the point where it's like, dog, we got to get you a different name for like your attacks, like. Just yeah. say Detroit Smash. You don't got to be like, 45% to my feet, I've done 37 squats, my black whips are swinging, um, my spidey senses are tingling like at, at 7%. Brother. Like, I don't need to know. Like, I don't need the, I don't need the stats. I don't need to talk no jutsu. We just need you to... Detroit Smash. Got it. All right. Cool. That's all I need. Um, but yeah, it makes quick work of muscular, drops him off at the prison, takes the other kids to like... Tell them they need to get, or he carries Yo to Tatami. He says, get him to a hospital, but, like, they can't see him. He's like this masked crusader. It's like, he's almost like Batman, in, in a sense, mm-hmm. um, with all the Spider-Man's abilities. But And then they're like, he seems so familiar. It's like, motherfucker, you know who that is. Like that, guys. Guys. Like, I don't care if there's smoke. You were, you were literally, you grabbed a person out of his arms. You know the voice, like, stop it. Like, <laughs> You know who this was. Um, like he fucking whacks y'all like multiple times. Like y'all <laughs> fucking know who this is. <laughs> yeah, you better recognize, otherwise you might come back. You know, that's right. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else happens. Um, that we get to kind of see like Endeavor Hawks and Best Genus. They're in one car, and they're basically mm-hmm. like they got a GPS on Deku. All Might is in another car, kind of like bringing him meals, and like All Might's really reflecting on like. You know, that the sad conversation he had with Deku's mom where he's like, look, if anything, he's like, I'll give my life to protect him. Like, um, So you get to see like some reflections off that. Um, and we also get like the cool moment where 
before Izuku heads off on his own, we see where he gets, like, because he's got this scarf thing around him, and it's actually fucking... Gran Torino's. Gran Torino's, like, little scarf cape thing. I don't know. Gran Torino's... Gran Torino. Gran Torino. The fucking goat. (laughs) This man, like, he was, like, this tall buff guy, and now he's just, like, this shriveled grandpa who's... And I, I fucking love I when he was like, I, sh- I should have just killed, I should have killed Shigaraki when I had the chance. I'm like, Jesus Christ, bro. Was that like right after the birth or like, when was that? Like, Right? <laughs> Christ. Oh, well, Shigaraki sleeping in the crib and he's like, this is my chance. Like, okay. <laughs> okay, uh, smothered and covered. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, the, the next episode, it's, you know, Deku again, he's, he's showing up and saving people left and right. Um, He's he's working on his. I mean, he's hitting all the all the quirks. Um, and I can't remember. Well, this is where he saves that. Uh, he's just he saves this. Um, there's a, a woman that he saves. She's like what they call her a heteromorph or something like that. Yeah. She's she's one of those those people that doesn't look like a person. Well, she looks like a person. She's bipedal, but she she's like one of those people that looks like an animal and a person. Yeah. Very big Freya vibes here. Big like. Fucking what are those like things a, in, in Final Fantasy Tactics Advance that got like the bongas? She looks kind of like that, like Bagamnon <laughs> from Twelve. Yeah. That's who she looks. Yeah, like. she looks like a big like rabbit woman thing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, not like Mirko, who's just fucking goat, but mm-hmm. Mirko yeah, is like the Lola Bunny of, of My Hero, and this chick's just like just know, like, like a Bugs Bunny, <laughs> you know? Like she's just exactly. <laughs> Uh, but Deku saves her from just some vigilantes and basically has All Might ta- yeah because All Might catches up with Deku gives him some uh, some fucking pork cutlets for the trip and the old cutlets. but uh that's right you you can't you can't just go doing vigilante justice without it, a basket of pork cutlets dude it broke my heart the, like the second time All Might shows up and he just like the pork cutlets oh, hit bro. the ground I was like nah and I, you I know you're hungry Might brother was kind of <laughs> yeah. that's right. And even All Might was like, man, I guess, like, because Deku doesn't even look back when he walks away. And he just, All Might just kind of realized that, man, like, brother, I don't need you to look out for me anymore. Though he, secretly, he really does. He really does, yeah. Um, we also get, in this episode, we see um, the conversation with the vestiges again. And Yoichi, who is the first user, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. All for One's brother. Uh, he yes. Finds, we see him request the second and third users, who are the guys that are, have their, you know, their face in the wall. Um, it turns out, Chris, we find out that they were from the era when All for One was fucking just running rampant. And uh, that's mm-hmm. basically like how they, I guess, died is how. Um, so they, they, like they, they lived in the worst times. Um, yes. And eventually they end up, you know, agreeing to this plan. Um I don't think of what all else we have here. Um, I think see, this is just see, one lady. Well, well, the, I think lady. Yeah, this is where he runs into. Well, doesn't really run into her. She fucking takes a pot shot at old Deku, and he. Um, we see the the bullet, the um, like the the purple and the two tone like purple bullet. Purple and we pink, realize yeah. that's right. That it is Lady Nagat. Yeah. And we get this weird little like clip with Snipe. Like, yeah, I'm pretty good. But Lady got something else. I might be kind of accurate, but she is a stone cold killer. I tell you what. Yeah, yeah. It's like a. It reminds me of the Bounty Show off of like Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, like fucking punching Judy, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I love it's it. It's like, man, yeah, like, sorry, Snipe, you, your cork was cool, but hers is just better, so. Pretty much. If we don't Pretty ever much. need to see you again for the rest of the show, sorry, but. Uh, yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, have we seen her before? Uh, we saw, we, no, we only saw her, like, in Tartarus. Okay. Like, I, if we did see her before, it was just as a fucking stand rando in. side character, yeah. Yeah, but she was actually the former Public Safety Commission hero, kind of like the role that Hawks has now. Um, yes, yeah, Hawks was actually, like, her replacement. Yeah, and she, and not only is it her, she's also, she has... Uh, Chisaki overhaul with her, um, who's still, you know, he's still, <laughs> yeah, like you said, a few beers short of a six pack. Um, and she's just kind of like helping him try to get to where he's going. But she also has a mission from, uh, all for one. Yeah, he kind of takes advantage of her because I mean, she she hasn't really had the easiest life either. I mean, she just was kind of a just a, a fucking. Just kind of a, a wet work person for the, the superhero commission. Like her job was just to go out and kill people, kill corrupt heroes. Um just she was just that person. She yeah. did the black ops stuff. Yeah, she it, was not happy about it. And she kinda you know, she agreed with the heroes on some things and disagreed with them on other things, which kinda caused her to mm-hmm. uh eventually I think she ended up killing like the like one of the one of the higher ups in the commission, and that's what she got locked up for. Yeah, one of the corkless higher ups, you know. Like, again, yeah. this drives me just insane. Like, yeah, just oh, a bunch yeah. of blackmail, you know, <laughs> politics and shit. Yeah, like oh, here's my commander. Uh, he doesn't have a quirk. I know I have a quirk, and I could very easily just <laughs> overthrow just them his life but, immediately. But she actually does. So you know, kudos to her. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, Chris, she's got like. Is it her hair that she uses to make the bullets, and then like she just shoots them out of her like her yes. body? Um, yeah, because her can, right hand is can like turn into the sniper rifle. Yeah, and she can curve bullets like the movie Wanted. Um, yeah, she's, she she's got all the cool like '90s movies, 2000 movies tech. Um, and you know, she she's lighting Deku up a little bit here. Um, you know, even with all of his, I mean, he's hitting. <laughs> A million different quirks. He's using Fajin, which is, I think it's the third user's quirk. Um, yeah, that's like that he can store up the kinetic energy, yeah, like he, in his legs or whatever. He hits like the fucking around and shit. He hits the fucking Final Fantasy VII squats, and then like brother shoot, like and then he can like fly through the air and do all kinds of crazy shit. Um, I love it. Yeah, I mean, obviously we can't do this fight any justice. It's very cool animated. You know, he's using smoke screen to dodge her and all this shit. Uh, eventually, we get a cool moment where she actually aims at uh, Chisaki and Deku, like, you know, Deku being Deku, like, has to try and save him. Um, and, you know, it, it's cool. It manages to save Chisaki from getting killed. Um, and then Deku realizes that Chisaki is there, and he, and he does all, like, when he, when he, I guess when he finally, you know, I guess beats her. He has this little, I guess, this little talk with Chisaki about like, you know, I, I guess what he's like, you, should, you know, the person you need to apologize to is Aerie. He's like, do you remember her? And he's like, oh yeah, the girl. Yeah. If I if I had her, she could rewind pops. Like he's just he's he's just fucking he's just not there anymore, man. Yeah, I mean, not that he was ever really like all there to begin with. I think he was always a bit of a mess, but now he is just like he is just. Mm-hmm. I gotta talk to pops. I gotta talk to pops. 
yeah, eventually, you know, using the Fajin uh, to become faster than the speeding bullet, uh, he manages to save Chisaki and then uses the remaining energy stored in his legs to actually take out Nagant. Um, and, like, messes, like, her, like, I, I think it's, like, her elbow or something that she shoots the bullets out of. I can't remember. What mm-hmm. like, like, well, it's, like, her right, her whole right arm can, like, turn into, like, a rifle. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, it gets pretty ripped up. Um, but he still manages to, like, save her. Um... But Cody, all for all for one is uh, we we got a booby trap here. He is um, yeah. There's like some I guess one when, when he uh, when he asked when he I guess asked her to help, he put some kind of like fail safe like explosive device in her or something because she uh she turns into a can explode, Cody. Yeah, she explodes, Chris, and th- you know this might be like. You know, we'll talk about the overall gripe of this whole Dark Deku era, um, but no. I'm sorry. She should be gone. Like, she should just be dead. Like, her body should be... They're, they're, we shouldn't be, like, landing on the ground when, like, Hawks and the gang show up and Endeavor shows up and, like... And her body's just still fully intact. Like, no. like <laughs> I don't know. Like, All for One is not going to pull no punches. Like, if he makes you a bomb... Like, you're going to blow up. You are going to blow up. You are not alive. And, like, even, like, after this, they're like, oh, yeah, I I don't know how she's alive, but, you know, the doctors say it's just her, you know, whatever, whatever they say that just a bullshit excuse. Like, just let, like, she doesn't matter. Like, she could just die after giving the information to the boys. Cool. And her dying, I think, would carry much more weight. Yeah. Than uh, than her being alive. Yeah, like, 100%. Like, we let Midnight die off screen to like the big yeah. doofus. Like what? <laughs> right, and, but we're gonna we're gonna let this bitch live. Yeah, yeah. no way, I, no I, way. That's not fair. I, I definitely disagree with that decision. I think she could have like as they're falling and before she explodes, she says, "Hey, go to Harabori Woods," and then boom, she just fucking liquefies. Like way better. Like makes you like you feel for it because like she died right in front of Deku, probably like. Like he's getting hit with the the blood and guts from her, like, but no, it's like, oh, she just got burnt up. Yep. Right. Well, right. <laughs> it's such bullshit. But and what makes it even better, and I would have loved if she would have died here because Cody in the next episode when they get to Habori Woods, it, it's abandoned. Like they, he wasn't there. There was a recording there that said, well, fucked up, and then um, basically explodes the mansion. That's there where there was, you know, the the meeting place. Yeah, yeah. I I just think so, she should have died. Like, yep. I don't know. I agree. You can't keep switching sides whether or not you want to be a good guy and then a bad guy and then breaking out of jail and then you want to be a bad like. No, fuck that. Yeah. Should have died, but whatever. Yeah, I agree, and and that's kind of my, my you know we can kind of talk about it because the dark Deku stuff is starting to wind down. It does it lasts a little too long in my opinion. Because really, the culmination here is the 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 kids, the the classmates are like, we want to find him. We they they go to Principal Nezu, and they're like, you know, they they kind of figured out like they they figured out just through the terrible communication of Genus Talk and Endeavor, and even All Might, that they're clearly doing they're they're doing something with Deku. They're watching over Deku, yeah, and the kids All are Might like, hasn't been at school like. The kids aren't yeah. stupid, right? Yeah, they're not answering the calls. Like, brother, why would Endeavor not answer Shoto's calls? You literally were just like, son, let's go catch a ball game. And it's like, well, Dad, you missed it. <laughs> yeah. You missed it. 
you know, like, <laughs> so it's, it's true. Yeah. So like, and they're not stupid. They realize that it's like, okay. Um, so they, they approach principal Nezu and they're like, we want to find him. We want to bring him back here. And then Nezu kind of gives us, well, in the next couple episodes, these all, these all few kind of bleed together. Basically, Nezu is like, yeah, like the school's super reinforced. We, we've, I've invested so much money in this crazy security system. There's really no safer place for him to be. When did, when did they, when did like they do this? All right, Chris. I, was, I, I you, never, never Chris, once did I see UA under construction. Dog, I can go to Cave Springs and Highway 70 right now. It's been under construction for fucking five years, all right? <laughs> and they did this bitch <laughs> in spring break. They did this, like, <laughs> post-USJ or post, like, sports festival. Get the fuck out of it. They got, like, each section of the school can be like broken down and fly and go underground and move over here dude, and, and UA is turned into fucking Castle Figaro from Final Fantasy 6. <laughs> dude that's what, been... that's what I was saying because I was playing so I've been playing FF6 recently and like I'm like uh-huh. I, I was just thinking about Figaro Castle I'm like this is such bullshit like I don't yeah. like I get it it's a fantastic one of the greatest games of all time but like mm-hmm. <laughs> some of the explanations like I'm like how the fuck yeah, do they build that? It. It's like, but in this, they're like, Ketsubushi Academy can also do it. Like, It suddenly oh yeah, becomes con- like the gardens from Final Fantasy VIII. They can move. and like I'm like, what? Like, like, yeah, you- like I, maybe if they would have shown like moments where UA was under construction just like in the background, yeah. and they kind of brush it off as, oh, they're remodeling the school after the villain attack or something. You know what I mean? After the villains like, have infiltrated us. Fucking four times, <laughs> you would right. think. Like, maybe we should put up right. with some barbed wire or something. Yeah, fu- like, fucking, fucking ADT is not gonna cut it here at UAI. <laughs> we need fucking, we need, we need the Justice League. We need fucking a gaggle of Gundams watching this school. Yeah. But so after that, but we get what I think is one of the next best episodes. Uh, not, uh, not just of this season, but I think one of the best episodes of the whole show. Um. Well, the the kids find Deku, because um, they um I want to say Deku is fighting another group of villains. Uh, oh yeah, he's fighting another villain that has like a bunch of people hostage, and the kids show up, save the uh, get get the crown, save the town, and Mr. Krabs. Um, yeah, because Deku's, well, Deku's kind of Deku's kind of like running out. Running of Running on E. Yeah, yeah, he's running on E. He's looking pretty haggard. Um, and we get this really great moment where like the whole class is trying to take him down, and Bakugo's like talking shit like brother. Like, are you like? What are you doing? And like, all the kids are like, when they're fighting, and they're like, "Deco, you don't understand, dude. Like, you, I'm here because of you." The, you know, and they, they all kind of have their story to tell while they're fighting him. And then Cody, like, I got, I got, I'm getting a little choked up now thinking about it because um, when we get like the the one we're waiting for, right? Like Bakugo standing across from Deku, and. Like, we get this kind of culmination of these two kids' entire life. Like, Bakugo always, like, just like the way Endeavor treated his family, like, Bakugo felt inadequate. So he just treated Deku like shit. But then, like, Deku got to UA. And Deku just proved to be stronger and stronger. Just proved to be better than Bakugo at every turn. But Bakugo kind of always knew that Deku was the better person. Like, just 
Like, and it, we just got this moment where, like, Bakugo's just, like, got tears streaming down his face. And once again, Cody, we have a moment where a character who's been kind of a dickhead this whole time just literally apologizes for everything. Just, you know, and, and we look back over, like, season one, season two, you know, fucking just pick it, like, just from the moment, like, Bakugo manifested his quirk and Deku didn't, De you know, kick, kick a man when he's down is what Bakugo did and just kept kicking. Um, and like, like, I, I don't know, man, like it was just such a powerful moment. And I, I, it was one of my favorite moments in the whole show. Cause like these two have kind of been like the main characters, right? Like, you know, from the beginning oh, of the show, yeah. it was, you know, the rivalry of Deku, Deku and Bakugo almost called him Dekugo and Baku. Um, <laughs> but like, this was such a strong moment for me because like, now you know, like, Bakugo is finally admitting that, like, well, A, you know, Deku is not just some quirkless loser. In fact, like, Dekugo, Dekugo, I did it again, <laughs> Deku, Deku has made, like, has actually made Bakugo a better person by being who he is. And, uh, and, and he, he calls back to the moment where he's like, you know, remember when you saved me, you know, the same thing went through my mind when you were fighting Shigaraki, that my legs just kind of moved on their own. Um, so even, we just get this. Like, mm -hmm. even still with all of that, like Deku's still like, I'm fine yeah. guys. Like, you know, it, you know, every character has, like you said, their moment. Obviously the Bakugo one holds a lot more weight than, you know, the Kodo one. <laughs> but like, even with all that, like he's still like, I'm, I'll be fine on my own guys. Like, don't worry about it. Like, you guys, like it's yeah. not safe for you guys here all this stuff and then we get like the I don't even know what to compare it to it reminds me Chris of like the scene in Advent Children where all the characters are like throwing Cloud up to Bahamut like yeah. it's like everybody throwing Bakugo and eventually it comes down to Bakugo and Tenya getting thrown up towards Deku yeah. and you know Bakugo's like I got a lot more to say to you but you know he he's faster than me so class rep you're up and then Tenya hits his fucking yeah. reciprocal burst because, mm -hmm. you, you know, the whole time I was thinking, I was like, man, all of this is like when Tenyu went kind of rogue, when, when Stain had, had hurt and Jin. Yes, had. that's what I'm saying. Like, like And of course, they cue, had, they cue the flashbacks for it. Like, mm -hmm. um, and eventually, like, it's like, so crazy. Like, because, you know, and not to cut you off there, but crazy. like, it's that's super important because only certain characters have had those really big life or death moments with Deku. Some of them have had more personal, intimate moments. Like when, when Jiro is talking about the school festival, writing the songs and making the notes and shit. Yeah. He's like, Deku, that sounds very small in the grand scheme of things, but you don't know. Because like, cause that was kind of her life, right? Like, cause we, you know, we saw that during the school festival performance that, you know, music was her life until she decided to be a hero. And she felt like she was going to let her parents down. But then you had, and but she still loved her music, and the fact that you had somebody like Deku who really didn't know her all that well yet was like, my God, Jiro, you're amazing. You're so talented. This is perfect. Like really, just like justifying her talents and her abilities, which she didn't think she was good enough. So like you know, shit like that goes a long way. It doesn't always have to be that life or death moment. Yeah, you can always really make a difference in somebody's life with just that personal, like, intimate, like, I don't know, just that 
that, that thing that you know you you actually see the person right so i i thought this this whole episode was just like this this episode here might be like top three of the show for me honestly it was so good yeah at first i remember when like i don't know what i'm trying to say like the at first i didn't like that Tanya got like the last moment, but then it made sense when you think about like the ingenium and stain stuff. And I was like, yes. oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, finally that gets Deku to, to like break. Um, he, he, he pretty much passes out. He's a uh, he's he apologizes and just yeah. And so they they all you know they you know they they take him back to this fucking you know the Figaro Castle <laughs> here, um, right. <laughs> The heavily well, fortified U.S. Yeah, and you know, you know, the heroes are welcoming him, but then Chris, you know, we can't have this fucking great, cities, this great fucking moment, and then just end the season. We gotta have <laughs> these bitching civilians, like look Boo, at where hiss, you're. Get him out of here. Yeah, like, <laughs> like you motherfuckers, you ungrateful, just. Oh. Like I, I just want Shigaraki just to, to turn them all to dust, and like brother. Uh, but then, then we do get that moment though, where uh, oh, so we get some really cool moments in this episode too. But I yeah, think we get the, we get the big, we get like the big Ochako speech. Um, oh, brother, she grabs the megaphone and just fucking just just lays these people out for just being shitty. Just lets just just really lets them have it. And then our our girl that the woman that was saved by Deku a few episodes ago is there. Um, and Coda, our boy Coda. Is yeah. there as well? Not to get confused with Coda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Coda. Not not to the least important classmate. <laughs> right. This is this is Battle of the Woods, Coda. Like, just so fucking cool. And Coda mentions that he like got the red shoes because he's because Deku had the red shoes. You know, you mm-hmm. get to see some some cool moments like that. Um, but yeah, Ochako really a little too nice in my opinion. Um, Yes. You know, I think she could have made one of the buildings float and just dropped it on him, but, you know, that might have been... Oh, little, man. That, that might have been a little too far. Brother, uh, <laughs> that would have made my day. If yeah, that that, was that w- this would have been the best episode of My Hero of all time. You know, sometimes we just need a... What's, what's his name from uh, The Boys, Chris? Why can't I think of his name? Oh, Jesus. Uh, uh, fucking um, uh, Homelander. Homelander. Homelander when he hits the lasers. Like, like Sometimes you just yeah, need one of those moments. And then you can Absolutely. just flash back to real life and be like, okay, that didn't actually happen. Um, and, and this is a big moment, man, because again, like it, it gets the people to, you know, to kind of just stop being dickheads just for a second. That like all Deku is literally trying to do is just save their fucking asses. Like he, the reason he went away was to protect you. Yeah, uh, and like you stupid fucks. Yeah, it's like. The reason Endeavor's all fucked up and Hawks is all fucked up is to save you guys. Like, yeah, you. You guys are like little shit. And, and oh, that's that's what I forgot to mention earlier, Chris. The thing that kills me is like they're like, why didn't you protect us? But why did you kill twice? It's like, mother, you can't have your cake and eat it too. All right, brother, he killed twice to protect you. If twice like, would have made an like... army of shadow clones, like you guys would all be dead. Every all of you would, would be have dead. Killed them all. <laughs> like you would have. Twice would have. Like, Twice was so much more powerful than it's like, it's like fucking numb nuts realized. You don't get to like get mad that they killed a villain and then be like, "Why aren't you stopping the villains?" Like, we, like, we threw him in prison and that didn't work clearly. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ! 
what do you want from me? hate the civilians in this show. Like, every time I see, like, a civilian trapped, I'm like, don't even take him out. Just leave him there. Just let him die. Remember, like, we see, and we, we also see that lady, and speaking of, mm-hmm. you know, saving civilians, um, kind of going into this last episode, um, we have, like, All Might, basically, he goes back to his, it's the, where his statue is at, I believe in Camino Ward. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is where the kids, uh, that's actually where they, uh, where they fought Deku and brought him back. Yeah. And, you know, we see, like, the statues there, and it's, it's the, they, they always have the sign up on, that says, like, I'm not here. And we, we I see, am not here. Yeah, and, you know, the vandalizing of it, um, and it turns out the lady that cleans it off every time is the last lady that, you know, All Might basically saved before he mm-hmm. beat, beat the shit out of all for one. Um, but he's not the only one there, Chris. We've been seeing Stain kind of following All Might. Um, Stain saw yeah. the pork cutlets hit the ground. Um, oh, brother. I'm sure he, he he was like, hey, five-second rule and scoop those bad boys up. Oh, you know it. Um, and I love the fact that when he runs into All Might, he's like, you're not fucking All Might. But then, like, we see All Might transform, and he can only hold this form for, like, a second. <clears throat> Breaks my heart, Chris. Breaks my fucking heart. Stain, Stain's like, uh-uh. That's bullshit. Yeah. Um, but eventually, you know, he, Stain tells him about the lady, you know, cleaning off the, the statue and all that stuff. And Stain hits him, gives him the, uh, the, some kind of fancy, like, data or, like, thumb drive or whatever the hell it is. And it's from Tartarus. And he basically, Mm -hmm. we see that Stain got it from, like, the security guys that were there at Tartarus. Um, Mm mm-hmm. And so even Stain, you know, he's always been like the anti-hero kind of guy. Um, you know, even him, he he helps out the gang. Because um, I think we find out here, basically what we find out here from that information from Stain is that, uh, you know, they thought they had like three months before, or like six months before Shigaraki was awake. They're like, oh, bro, you got like three days. Yeah, it was supposed to be like not till the end of the month. <laughs> the rent is due, yeah. guys. The rent is yeah. due now. <laughs> final and notice. Like... <laughs> right, this is final bill now before they start having people knock on the door. Well, speaking of knocking on doors, Cody, um, we see this, this scene where you have, like, the heads of other nations saying, hey, you know, it's not typical that other heroes from other nations go out and help, you know, ever since, you know, ever since... The prison breaks, you know, villains all over the world have been plotting and scheming together. Heroes are spread pretty thin. Um, and then they show our boy from the fucking third movie, the like the paper Egyptian guy. They're like, he wants to come tussle. And then America's like, um, yeah, so our 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 top heroes already left. Yeah, and then we cue. Then the, we get the moment we get, get the, the Independence Day the, fighter jets on their way. Brother, we get the fucking B fifty two bombers and just standing on top is our girl, fucking stars and stripes. Um, I, Cody, I want to talk about her so bad, but I know you're. You know that's that is another story for another time. She is such a cool character. Um, I I'm, hope I'm excited because she's like female all might. Like she's like, I, I think she even says, oh, like, my man. mentor is in danger, like, something or called for me. I, I want to talk her about master, her backstory. Her master, yeah. Because, Cody, we've, uh, I'm going to leave you with this little nugget. We've seen her before. Ooh. Yes, I'm going to leave you with this little nugget. We've seen her before. Um, but I hope they do her mo- her moments and her scenes, because 
Jody, I, I almost want to tell you about her quirk because her quirk is fucking wild. We gotta it's save it, Chris. You gotta, you gotta yeah, just well, save yeah. it, man. Um, her quirk is wild. I, I don't know how. You know how we say like Eraserhead is number one. I don't know how she's not like number one of the universe with her quirk. So it, it's like that. It's fucking crazy. Well, she is America. But, um, she is America's number one. Uh, Eraserhead is the world's number one. Like That's he, right. He's the. You got the world <laughs> champ and the U.S. champ. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. Then no, it's it's so cool. And Can't we get wait. we get some cool little moments like all the kids throw Izuku in the bath, and then we get like some you know some chibi little funny moments, and then like later oh, yeah. on in the night he wakes up from a nightmare, but all of his classmates are there to like kind of relieve his stress. Um, yeah, it kind of just says you know to be continued in season seven. Um, you know, we got we got stars and stripes is on her way, um, ready to fucking kick ass and take names and. Uh, that's right. Shigaraki is going to be awake before we know it. The boys are recovering. Like the the gang is back. You know, yeah. The hero, the, the the you know the hero's initial like dark Deku. You know, fucking fly by justice by night. You know, yeah. plan didn't really work. So they're gonna have to do this the old fashioned way, Cody. Yeah, and I guess we can kind of talk about like this this part as a whole. Um, me and you both kind of agree that the dark Deku thing, like. It, it almost it lasted like, a little too long. I, I don't think it lasted too long, but I think like just the entire concept of it doesn't make much sense when you think about who Deku is, and maybe maybe that's what they meant to have it be like him kind of losing himself and needing you know the encouragement of his pals to bring him back in. But Deku just seems like the guy that what like he's the he's the one that reels everybody back in like. Well, right, and the whole time, like, even when when Tenya was having his moment with Ingenium, like, Deku was like, you know, I'm here, right? Like, I'm I'm here for you. So, like, the fact that Deku went from that, I get it, man, we all have that moment, and Deku ultimately wanted to save his friends, because they were, the, the big bads were after him, they want him, yeah. they want his power, and they will step over anybody, they will run through anybody to get it. So I get it, he wants to protect his friends. But this whole time, brother, you have been stronger with your friends. Yeah. Like, so why run away from them? You're, and, they're heroes, too. Yeah, and I can see both sides of that coin. Like, oh, that's... Mm-hmm. That, like, they're trying to display that he kind of lost himself for a second there. Mm-hmm. And needed his friends to get him back. But, like, I ain't buying it. I'm not buying it one bit. Like, Deku was Deku. Mm-hmm. All right? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch this motherfucker cry for three seasons for him to suddenly, like, right. go into his emo phase. It's like, no, it's too late. Grow up. Exactly. Warp exactly. tour is canceled. Yeah, that ship, all right. <laughs> that ship's done sailed, brother. Put those vans back on the shelf and pick up those new balance, brother. You're in the backyard grilling. You're a grown ass man now. It actually breaks my heart. That's what I've become. You know, but <laughs> Yeah. See? It happens. It just happens overnight. Um but, but yeah. like it, it definitely is still like a, a fine chunk of my hero. Um and then the billion dollar construction that nobody ever saw happening, by the way. Like that was just like way to goddamn me. Yeah, that was total bullshit. I, I think the thing that makes me the most mad though is Lady Nagant living for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like literally doesn't matter at all. Like mm-hmm. whatever though. Um but yeah, hopefully next but season. Overall, hopefully next season we see uh Hai Chisuki fucking apologize to Aerie, that little shit. I'm telling you, man. But next season, next season, uh, I can tell you right now, Cody. Just again, I, I know, I know what's around the corner. I can't wait to see how they animate it, and I can't wait to see what you think. Um, man, like yeah, it. I'm, we I'm, are when I say when we I'm are not, literally on the cusp of the fi- of like 
the 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 end game here. Like we are we are here. We are we are at the we have once more into the breach, lads. We have uh <laughs> we have crossed the thirty third parallel, the thirty eighth parallel. There's no turning back at this point. Um I can't wait. Like we fucking we got we got fucking stars and stripes with the with the real American playing fucking in the back. Hulk Hogan's theme song playing. That's right. Now, Chris, with with you know season six complete, uh, are you going to change your rankings at all? Um, any any? I'm, I'm looking at my list. Um, I don't know. I, it is. It's still on my number five. I look at one through four. Attack on Titan number one still holding strong. Brotherhood. Um, edge runners in Castlevania, like my top five and uh, my hero academia there in my top five, like, I mean, that, that's the, that's the elite, right? Like that's Kenny Omega and the young bucks up here. <laughs> um, so no, I, I think it's going to be fine right there. Um, like ultimately I think we could eventually overcome Castlevania. Um, brotherhood may come down a peg, but that's, again, that's a, that's a tall order. Um, Top five is really, really strong, dude. Even, even hell, we're not go down to my top eight with fucking Promised Neverland, Vampire in the Garden, Vinland Saga, man. Like, these are all just fucking, these are all just heavy hitters. And even when I go down to number nine, like One Punch Man on the bubble, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and the new season of Demon Slayer coming out, that may pop up and he may, that, that may fucking jump up. So, holy shit. Um, but I think for now, my hero is just going to sit there in the five seed and they're going to they're hang out for a minute. I need to see how they do these next couple, these next couple arcs before yeah. I can uh, move it. Yeah, I, I think I'm in the same boat. You know, I have Death Note as my number one, and then our, our top, like three of our top four are the same. Or I guess I have Castlevania at five, but Brotherhood, AOT, Bebop, Castlevania, and then My Hero at six. Um, I think if My Hero can. You know, give me one more laser light show. Give me a one, like, just just one more. I just need one more laser light show, and I'll be like, okay, you're better than Castlevania. Like, wait, Chris, I haven't seen laser lights. You know, they they show the lights when we're talking to the vestiges, and I'm like, guys, somebody like, I need Hit to, somebody. I need to see the like Deku walking through the hall of vestiges, just like <laughs> like Kobe walking out to the court after he drops sixty. Like, come on, right? Man. I need like. Super laser light show, um, and then him just hit some crazy smash on the loser of the fight, whoever that may be. Um, yeah, and and I know again, I'm I'm we're pretty f- uh, pretty far along from the moment we're in in the anime and the manga. Not super far, but far enough that you know what's coming up feels kind of like a distant memory. But there are some really big moments. That I really hope that they stick in the you know, in the animated uh, version, and I'm just curious to see is, of what what some characters' fates are going to be. Again, I I'm still sticking to my guns. I, I think Endeavor has to die for him to make amends to his family. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think that's right on the money. Um, and that's just as far as the students. I, I I feel like I feel like one of the kids has to go. Right, like one of them has to die a hero. I feel like we need. And I'm I'm all I say I'm all for like the more deaths the better, but I I say that and then I look at Naruto and that just broke me as a human, so I can't. Yeah. Too many too many Naruto deaths just hit me right in the feels. Um but yeah, I think yeah. I think having some deaths is good. Like mm-hmm. like I'd be fine losing like a Grand Torino, like an Endeavor. Like mm-hmm. I think Endeavor has to. 
Um, but I think the one that I want to see happen is I want Shigaraki to just tell All for One to just fucking kick rocks and just dust him. Like, <laughs> oh my god, I hope like, that's the case. Like, I want Shigaraki to be the bigger, the biggest bad. Yeah, like a bigger bad than All for One could have ever imagined he would be. Yeah, and I like uh, we talked about this before we started recording. I was mm-hmm. like, like I don't want like oh Shigaraki come to UA High and let's play tetherball. Like no, <laughs> kill him. <laughs> like uh, the, the, I don't want to see like the the. Uh, Shigaraki's a, tr- a crying child. Like, no, I don't care. And I, and I want it to be. I want it to be something. So, Cody, I'm glad you said that because that's kind of how I want it to be. I want Deku to try his damnedest, uh, like. But I want Shigaraki to keep reminding him that yes, I was that crying child, and nobody gave a fuck then. So I certainly don't give a fuck now. Yeah. Like I, I, I want. I want. And then he gets hit by the laser become... light dap. Show yes, know, St. Louis air smash. Ocalling to I, I, I need the fucking cross country, <laughs> fucking twenty million percent universal fucking Roman Reigns tribal <laughs> chief zigzag <laughs> fu fucking big boot leg drop last ride smash. Like, and and I don't care if he I, like he can live sure, and like he just gets thrown in some like super prison or you know whatever they make up. I throw him in tar. I, I I would love for him. I don't want to see these guys him. like buddy, buddy. You know, in the filler episode of the swim meet, Brother, where they like, if I see if I see him in a UA outfit, I'm a uniform. I just I'm fucking just throwing my computer in the trash. This thing is this anime is dropping severely on my rankings. Like if that's the what case. I want, what I would love to see either Shigaraki either just needs to die, or I want to see him locked up in that deepest, darkest depth of Tartarus with like the fucking mask on, basically like how All for One was. Yeah. You know, straight jacket, fucking bolted to the fucking wall, <laughs> like with the with the oxygen mask on. That's what I want to see. Yeah, maybe maybe Kai Chisaki shows up and cuts his arms off. You know, something. Oh like my that. god, brother! I would shit your pants <laughs> if somehow like Airy re- like he apologizes. Airy rewinds him and overall gets the last fucking laugh and just rips Shigaraki just fucking just rips his arms off, dude. <laughs> oh my god, pants would be shat all across the globe. <laughs> I want it. But yeah, um, yeah, that's. I'd be okay with overhaul dying there. Yeah. If he like gets one of his hands, but Shigaraki like gets him with the other, like he starts to decay, and then he gets other Shigaraki's other arm, you know, and that's when Deku comes and delivers the fucking, the fucking <laughs> the spine buster, just the fucking <laughs> everything, the the sweet chin music. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see how it all plays out. Um, obviously, Same. we don't we don't know when season seven will be out, but obviously, once that drops, we'll cover that. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much all we got for season six, Chris. Um, next week we are once great. again covering Drifting Home, the movie on Netflix. Um, I've been wanting to watch that since it came out. Um, it has that very like um, it has that very uh, Makoto Shinkai kind of look to it, but it's definitely not one of his. Yeah, it it I, I haven't I haven't really seen any trailers. I mean, it looks like it has like very high animation mm-hmm. quality, like. Yeah, I, I don't want to compare it to Bubble because like Bubble had such a shit story, but the animation yeah. looked really good. Um, so I hope it has just a better story than, yeah. than that, and I'll be happy. Um, it really isn't saying much, but you never know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be covering, things that happen. Covering Drifting Home next week. We'll have a poll up next week. 
Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, Chris, that's that's it. Chris, I got two empty cans of Monster. I will say, um, the Peachy Perfect or the Peach Perfect is also very good. Tastes exactly like the Peach Zero Monster, which is my my number one favorite of all time. So. Disclaimer: No drywall was harmed in the rec- during the recording of this episode. Yeah, yeah, not yet. You know, give it time. <laughs> kind of looking at these bare walls. I think I might need a couple oh, holes. Oh man! Go <laughs> cut on some fucking lint biscuit and just go to town, aren't you? That's right. Make something to break. I'll turn on that Woodstock '99 documentary. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this room's just going. Down. Oh my god. I'll make sure I stand outside of your house and charge you like $12 for a bottle of water. <laughs> Just to really hit it home. Perfect. Um, but yeah, that that's going to do it for this week, guys. Um, once again, thanks for all the downloads. Chris, we have surpassed 5,000 downloads. Oh, hell uh, yeah. Shout out to all our Jamaican listeners. You guys are the realest. Um, yes. For making our podcast seem like it matters a little bit more. Uh, yeah, you know, we appreciate it. We just do this thing for fun, so you know. We appreciate kept us busy and kept... We appreciate seeing some cool numbers, Chris. We're almost on three years. You know? I know. And again, man, I know we you know when we had said we had started this, it was more so just to, you know, something to do during COVID, which, you know, some people baked banana bread, some people fucking I don't know, picked up a guitar. No, we just sat on our asses and watched anime and drank beer. Um, which is great. Because I, I look down on my list, Cody. 90% of this I probably wouldn't have watched. Like, I wouldn't have watched. I mean, some things I, I regret, you know, like High Rise Invasion, High School of the Dead, <laughs> Dota. But I would have never, like, taken the time to watch Vinland Saga, Vampire in the Garden, fucking Promise Neverland. That's sad, Chris. Japan sinks. About our list is I probably would have watched Dota <laughs> and, like, not watched, Oof. like, Vampire in the Garden. And I would have just missed out on, like, a good one and watched a mm-hmm. fucking horrible one so it's like yeah so like the the podcast has definitely done like it's done its work it's done the king's work and because i don't know if i would have ever gotten back to attack on titan or you know watched any of the you know the makoto shinkai films or you know gone back and watched things like metropolis and spriggan and fucking akira and grave of the fireflies eight man after like it's really reconnected me with a lot of things that I really like and has just continued to remind me why I grew up liking anime. So, you know, numbers be damned. It's it's on a personal level. It's definitely been fantastic. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we appreciate you guys tuning into this episode. Um, Chris, that's all I got. I am Cody Snodgrass. And I am Chris Adams. And keep it plus ultra. <laughs>